It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me, as always, a man who's upped our bet to shaving his head if he loses the What? The <laughs> Sean Dingler, Sean, what's up? I, I, that is not true. <laughs> I will never shave my head because of that, at least. I know. I I didn't tell you I was going to say that because I wanted to get an honest reaction <laughs> out of you. We have not done that yet. No, I have not updated the standings yet. Last I looked, we were very neck and neck. Yeah, so. I haven't looked at it either. I have it on my... I at least have it saved on my desktop, and I look at it every day. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like figuring that out right now. Yeah, I... Uh, the last two weeks I have not compiled, so I think, what would that be, the first three or four weeks I yeah. have compiled up, and we are neck and neck, so I think we're like one or two wins off. Oh, that's, well, at least we're not bad at it. Yeah, it's uh, very even so far, so we'll see how, as the season progresses. <laughs> Unlike our Pick'em League, where I'm much farther ahead of you. Yeah, so, okay, <laughs> so here's what's happened again, everybody. Sean, Sean has been doing great. Your wife is also doing great. Like Better I don't, than I, me now, yeah. Yeah, um... So you guys are like in the top five, both of you guys. Yes. Are, I'm pretty sure I am in the bottom five. I was last place up until this last week. Um, so essentially, what happened is I picked the Texans against the Texans the one week they fucking win, which doesn't help. And then to recover, I tried like doing another like out there ballpark one that backfired badly. Um, so I started the first two weeks in a big hole. Yeah. Um, and since then, I've been like trying to recover, but I think at one point I was negative seventy points down the first three weeks. You should have just kept tanking, man. I mean, you I'm get, st- money, I'm still you get like your money back, or you get money for being last, right? Close to zero. Yeah. So, oh, closest to zero. So uh, um, I wasn't even that. I was so far negative I that I wasn't it. even close to zero. <clears throat> I forgot it was closest to zero. So now I think I'm not even. I think I've jumped enough people where I'm like too high now. To well, I'm not too high. I could d- go for zero. Still. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So it's been a rough pick'em league. Yes, you guys have d- done well. Um, I will say I was really upset. Last week, well, I picked the Rams. They did well, so yeah. I was happy with that. But then the guy who was in first, my college buddy John, uh, fucking picked the Colts over the Texans, yep. and somehow they did just as good. I was so mad about that because I knew he had picked the Rams previously, so I was like, yes, I'm going to pull ahead. And I saw he fucked the, picked the Colts. I'm like, God damn it. So all week I was going to pick the Rams, and then like the day of the game, I saw like, because the Giants had a bunch of injuries that like mm-hmm. the day of, they're like, oh, these guys are going to play. I'm like, ooh, I'm not going to pick them now. Yeah. So what I did is I did a lifeline, which for those of you who are not involved in our Pick'em League, call me next year. You can definitely be involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lifeline is you pick two teams, and whatever team does better, you get that score. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I've wanted to pick Cincinnati these last few weeks. I'm playing Detroit. I'm going to pick them. And the Colts are playing the Texans. I'm going to pick them because I'm, I don't have fi- – my thing is I don't want to pick a good team early. Yeah, no. Because in late in the season, you have no one to pick. That's that's my problem is I pick good teams early, and then I'm just at the end trying to be like, who can I get? <laughs> yeah, well, I also did this last year, and it got me nowhere. So <laughs> there's maybe just get the points while there's points. Uh, yeah. But they both ended up doing, like, really fucking good. So I'm like, fuck, I should have done a mega pick, which is you pick both teams, and you get both their scores. Mm-hmm. But So I ended up getting this Colts that got me out of last place, which yeah. is good. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough because when I want to pick somebody – I then pick a good team, and it's like, oh, but all these people at the top are also picking this damn team, so I'm not making up any ground now. That, that is the hard part about this league is how, how do you make up ground, essentially, once once you're all picking, like, the same teams. I, I will – we'll see, like, because it kind of happened this way last year. So last year was the first year, like, we did it as a friend group. Yeah. Um, they had done it at my old job for, like, years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I noticed last year, 
the first half part of the season, yeah, there's going to be a lot of like people picking the same people. But yeah. in the second half of the season, it's going to go haywire because like, <laughs> no one's going to know. Like We're all going to be in that middle ground if we don't know who to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either going to – everyone's going to pick against the same bad team every week, which happened for a while, mm-hmm. or, yeah, it's going to go haywire. And that's where it's probably going to get – Crazy, okay. but all right. So we'll see. It's it's we'll been see. fun. Um, it, it'd be much more fun if I was good, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> Can I give you a quick update on my fantasy football? Yes. Uh, I so two weeks ago I went three and zero. I was fucking happy bragging to Kim <laughs> about it. This last week I went zero and three. So the fantasy football gods smited me. Yeah. I guess. Um. So that's basically it. I'm three and three in all my in my three leagues. Damn that uh. It's been a weird year. Not like none of those teams. Actually, one of my teams is not very good, and I don't expect. Luckily, that's the one I have no money on. Yeah, my college football buddies league is actually so far going all right for me, despite me not taking oh, Dak Prescott, forgetting, and then taking Rogers instead because I just forgot Dak was still available. Man, that, re- that burns me every time I see Dak has a good game. I remember you telling me that like after it happened, be like, you know, it, it sucks, but like probably not bad. But man, Dak is fucking going off, so that's rough. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's I my team would be much better. Um, also, so you know, we talked about what did we call it the quarterback, the quarterback heist or something the like quarterback that. Quarterback heist. So I got Josh Allen, yeah. and I've had, but Stefan Diggs really hasn't had a tremendous year. By like, I don't think he's had a game over twenty fantasy points. So like, that's kind of. You know, it's not he's not bad. He's still above ten. Uh, but it's not great. Fortunately, like my receivers are all fucking and well, I had I have Tyler Lockett, but now fucking Geno Smith throw him the ball. And I don't have much hope in that, unfortunately. Do you have a you have cup in a league, right? I don't have cup, I have woods. Oh, you have woods. But I s- did not start him the week he had a really good week. But he's he did well last week too though, yeah. didn't he? But yeah, I think I started it's him. It's been then. I keep thinking you have I have cup. Higby. No, I don't have cup in any of them, but I have Stafford and Higby in a they're probably doing all right for you. I have Higby, I think, in a couple. Higby's he's a reliable tight end. He gets about ten points every week. So Yeah, he I would guess he's probably in that like second tier. Like yeah. he's not like the people who like will get you zero or two points all yeah. the time, but he's not gonna he's not your Kelsey's or your Wallers by no. any means. So Okay. Well yeah. Uh we'll have to keep getting those updates because I am curious how this season will unfold for you there. Um man, we had such big hype with that quarterback heist, but uh, it's all right. It's all right. I, Mahomes has been an all right this year, but he hasn't been the interceptions are really killing him. Yeah, I bet he, fantasy. he's not been as tremendous. My my one league I won last year, I had Mahomes and Kelsey. I tried doing that this year. I got Mahomes, but didn't get Kelsey, unfortunately. Yeah. So that league is, ugh, that's the one I'm not very good in, basically. <laughs> like, I, my, I've, like, my best running back is Miles Gaskin, who is not very good. He might not even be the starting running back for that's, Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. And so it's... It's that, but that's the 14 team league. So if you like miss on like one or two guys, you're fucked. And that's basically what happened to me. Yeah. Looking back at our league that we used to have, which was 12, it was mm-hmm. always tough. Like if you didn't draft well or if you missed like those first two weeks of waivers, you were fucked. Yeah. Because there's no way to improve your team. Oh, yeah. So I can't imagine with 14 people how hard it is. It is. Yeah. It's basically after, yeah, after the waiver wire, wire in like the first few weeks, it's just like, all right. Let's see who I can pick up that gets one more fantasy yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, you're getting those very incremental. Very incremental. That doesn't actually matter that no. much. So, well, yeah, we'll have to keep up on that. Um, Sean, another very big event happened for the Pandering Talk. Recently. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. No Time to Die came out. Yeah, finally. finally. What, finally. Two years? Well, no. Well, what? It was 2020. It was going to come out literally like the week 
COVID happened or something. I don't know. Was it? Okay. It was like around that time. I thought it was like April or May. But I think originally, so oh, going it, back further, it got was delayed. It no, was it in November or something? Usually they had released them in November. Was it before well, I think that previous November? They, uh, Yeah, I think that. But I think it also, because of like the director shit and all that, got mm. delayed like way longer than uh, originally was planned to. So this movie has been a long time coming. It, it has been, I, I will say. I mean, it was the longest, even I think before COVID, it, I think it had been like the longest between the Daniel Craig films. It's been the longest ever, I think. Ever, okay. or the Bond film had gone, which is crazy to think. Like when you go between the Bonds, you think there'd be longer periods. Yeah, but no, they just turn them out. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cra- Casino Royale came out like three years after No Time to Die. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy because yeah, they're completely different. But um, Sean, what do you think? What do you think of the movie? Uh, it's a great movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I had fun. Um, you know, a little long, little long, uh, would be my assessment. We we should say before we get any spoilers, spoilers, because we're gonna spoil. Because <laughs> I'm gonna spoil with my next talking yeah, I, point. I knew where you go. Is I'm real fucking pissed that they killed Daniel Craig. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was very disappointed in the director choice in that. I get it; it's like artsy or whatever fucking thing. But like, just let him go. Everyone wants to just see him go live off in peace, basically. Except for Daniel Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig was that went, his decision. You think to I'm, kill himself? I'm sure it was in it. I'm sure he was like, "All right, I'll come back." But we're definitely fucking killing him. <laughs> so he has no chance of coming yeah, back. So to I the will film. not be back again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you told me that, and I was really surprised. I thought that was kind of just like a well-known secret. Like he's probably dying. No, I had no idea. I mean, clearly by the title, No Time to Die, I maybe should have put it together, but just didn't think about it. I don't know, man. It, 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 it's surpri- it is maybe a little surprising. Maybe I listened to it more than I thought about it like and got some more in the weeds, I, spoiler-wise. I, I didn't know anything about the film, really, besides the trailer. Like, I didn't know anything about the film. I didn't re- read anything or yeah, anything re- about going into it, basically. Really, all I thought I knew going in was that Daniel Craig is James Bond yeah. and that Rami Malek's the bad guy. Yep. That's really all I knew, mm-hmm. um, but maybe I maybe I knew a little more <laughs> through osmosis, I guess. Than, no, uh, I, it, that's like uh, I, all I knew was Freddie Mercury was the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I you know overall I liked it. I, Ron Malik, like he was a fine bad guy, but it's just like it's it's the thing that I think. I've thought about more is like you think about old James Bond films. It's always like the Russians are the bad guys, or but like they can't. Unfortunately, to the, in today's world, no one can make China the bad guy. I know we're an anti-China yeah. podcast here. Yeah, as they're <laughs> hacking us right now. <laughs> Anti the government, not the people. That's what I, uh, yeah. I say. Yeah, uh, I've met many Chinese people who are very nice. Yeah, they're just communist regimes are not great. Um, but like how they can't do that because I think what was the bond, one of the Bond films it's they turn it to North Korea but I think it was originally going to be like Chinese I thought um, I read that I don't remember is that one, one of the uh, Brazen ones yeah it was a Brazen one yeah I think you're right but like now it's they're just in the weird world where in the Bond films they can't have like there's this country that's bad it's just like this abstract yeah the bad and, guy and, organization the bad guy and then, like especially with. You know, how this this film and, like, how the Craig films evolved was just because it came of the time the Avenger films got big. So now everyone has to be, build a franchise yeah. and tie everything together. And so it's like, oh, you know, uh, Mr. White isn't the actual bad guy. No, it's it's Dr. No. But no, Dr. No isn't the bad yeah. guy. It's actually whatever fucking uh, Freddie Mercury's name is. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess they they did kind of build up to like Blowfield. Yeah, sorry, they, that's what I was actually going for. Ernest Blowfield. 
Because, yeah, didn't they? So, like, the first two movies are like, these are two separate bad guys. Then they both work for Javier Bardem's dude from Skyfall, right? Oh, yeah. And don't See, we find out I've... that Bardem is essentially being sent to do his shit by Blofeld? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. And then we find out, I guess this one, like, this dude, Blofeld didn't work for this guy. This guy just got kind of fucked over by Blofeld. Yeah, and so, then he was taking out Blofeld yeah. for, for it. But, like, tying it all together yeah. where it's not... I don't know. I would have to. I need to. I got all the James Bond films. I need to watch them. But I feel like the other ones, they don't. They don't. They, they, they are not all connected. And like I guess even the Pierce Brosnan ones we've watched. No, they don't. There's no lying connection. They're, each movie is an individual like escapade of yeah, adventure that, or whatever. Spy adventure. That was something because I'm, I'm in less of both than you are, I guess. Yeah. I've seen less of these movies like the old ways. Yeah. So I was listening to some people talk about them. And yeah, it sounds like they were just kind of like... Uh, episode of the week style it's like this is a contained episode of james bond like, mm-hmm. what happened last movie doesn't matter what happens next movie doesn't matter this is what's gonna happen yeah. um whereas in the craig ones it's been like a big revelation that like oh these are all connected yeah which is you know these are my james bond movies so i thought that was just kind of <laughs> how it went but apparently not no and so like you know i so that part like is kind of annoying because yeah it's it, it's just like oh here's this other big it's just the same as the Avenger films it's like oh no we're not actually done there's another bad yeah. guy on top of this a bad bigger guy. bad a guy. bigger bad guy and how big can you actually go yeah the one thing is where the, the bad guy what is his name I don't even know what Rami Malek's character's name is off the top of my head I could probably look this up I have the computer um, uh, I want to say Sharif but I think that's the guy from the from that's, Casino that's, Royale that's the Sharif yes yep. that's uh, uh, yeah I don't know he, he's the poison guy but that, yeah the poison guy the one thing okay two things actually yep. now that I think about this oh, let's, uh, fucking, let's burn the shit down let's do it <laughs> one is how does he have so much money to have his own private island so how is that explained? I didn't get that. So what happened was, so his parents were essentially like, they made poison for like the bad guys of the eighties. And then Spectre, and like I think they worked for Spectre, and then Spectre took him out. So he was like essentially from a rich family. Uh, okay. So I, he must be a rich kid who just fucking took. So he over made. His island. So he made poison for Spectre. Or his family made. Po- I think so. Poison I, for Spectre, and Spectre killed his family. Yeah, took him out. Who was. Mr. White, who is the father of Bond's love interest. So this is something I totally forgot. This is, I I had to I, I you can go ahead, but I, I also for I had to remember that she was from the previous film as I was watching this. So I recognized her from the last movie, but I. So here's the thing: I had never seen Spectre before we watched it for the Bond cast. Yeah, I, I'm realizing now. I didn't retain any of that. Hey, you know how I yeah, feel. So now, if we were to redo this, I, I would be able to switch positions with Sean. Sean would be like, no, Jordan, this is what's going on. Because um, I didn't remember that she was the daughter of Mr. White. I didn't yeah. remember her connection. I just thought, like, she's love interest of Bond. Yeah. And moving her forward. Mm. Um, speaking of that, so the first scene where she's like a little kid. Yeah. In the theater, my wife... Had the biggest jump scare ever when it like pops to him in the window. I I did get scared. I don't think I had the hugest jump scare. Oh, it was like so. <laughs> we we like bought big popcorn and everything. She was oh like, no, and it was like <laughs> and like it, it, the popcorn flew up, and then like it was kind of like multiple people like jumped. So like it was we didn't get looked at, but like she definitely was like fuckers. <laughs> She's like, I didn't expect a fucking jump scare in my James Bond movie. I mean, I will say it was scary. Oh, yeah. it I, was, I, I was fortunately did not have popcorn and go yeah. like that. But it did creep me out because I was like, oh, no, I hope I'm not at a horror film right now. <laughs> um, that was really cool. That whole scene was really cool. Um, but so but I guess as a villain, though, he like 
wasn't really in the movie a lot for me. Yeah. Which is, is an issue with me. It's uh, <laughs> This is your main bad guy, and he's like, in, not really important. And his and his bad guy thing is just like being a fucking weirdo. Like I I, I so know. that's a Bond thing. <laughs> fucking half these villains are just weirdos. Man. I know, but I just uh, yeah, that's true. But like that's why I love Goldeneye. You know, Double uh, O Six is not or whatever his name turns into. Uh, Sean Bean yeah. um, is not a weirdo in that film. He's just like, oh, this guy betrayed Bond. Let's fucking kill this asshole, dude. Literally every Craig villain is just a weirdo. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. That is fucking true, because Lashreef is weird. Fucking the weird general and the, the weird... general who's, like, getting with underage women. Mr. Mr. White's a weirdo. Mr. White. Fucking Harvey Bardem's that, a real big weirdo. That's a real weirdo. And Christoph Waltz, anything he does, he's just fucking weird. Yeah. So, okay, that's true. Yeah, so, so they were the weirdo weirdos. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here, this is the other thing. Oh, yeah. The fact... This is this comes back uh, <laughs> kind of some Fast and Furious, unfortunately. That's but right. Out of time, Every, everything comes back to out of time together. First, they uh, go to the grave. He goes to the grave. Oh of, yeah. Um, oh, fuck. What's her character? What's that? It's Eva Green's the actress. Yeah. Whatever her character's name, and her, she's in that film like twenty four. But Daniel Craig is what like thirty six or something. Yeah. It's like a. You know, Dom Toretto, uh, Letty Rodriguez, uh, or Letty Ortiz, whatever, what the fuck is yeah. her name? Yeah. <laughs> is it Ortiz? Yeah, I think so. But, like, that age difference where I'm just like, I'm out, a little weird for me there. It's also one of those things where, like, you're trying to, t- like, Casino Royale came out in 2006. Yes. You're banking on these people. Remembering that. Remembering this character from 15 fucking years ago. <laughs> like, we give the Avengers a bunch of shit for, like, making you remember all this shit. Yeah. Those movies came out four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This no, is that's 15 true. years. And like I feel like I don't know uh, because we've done the Bondcast, I that's more fresh in my memory to know who that character is, but yeah. like you know, I, I my wife, I don't think she's seen Casino Royale, but I if I took my wife and she'd seen Casino Royale when it came out and now I doubt she would like put it together basically. Well, then, like, why do we still care? We've seen <laughs> him progress like since those like Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing, the other age-related <laughs> issue I have in this film is the fact that when, um, yes, yeah, Safin, that's his name. Okay. I'm not going to say his first name. Uh, Safin comes to kill, you know, uh, Madeline Swan, the love interest. Hold on, hold on. Is that the same fucking name as the lady from Pirates of the Caribbean? I'm pretty sure... Um, Who in Pirates No, of no, the it's Elizabeth Swan. Okay. <laughs> but... They, like, make Madeline Swan. She's like a child yeah. at that point. But Safin looks like he's a grown-ass man at that point. Right? Yeah. I mean, he could be, like, he could be 18, 20 years old. Like. But, like, the way he's trying to kill someone or whatever, he seems much older than that. I don't know. He seemed a lot older. But their age difference in real life is four years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which... You know, I'll, I'll, I know that's a movie thing. It's just my movie. I get annoyed in movies when they do that bullshit. Yeah, that one. I, I'm not as big on that one because I can I can rationalize that. Like maybe she's like 13, he's like 18, 19. Uh, 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 like uh, it's it's one of those like weird like transformation ages yeah. where one's on the end and one's at the beginning. But um, it is kind of weird because like later on he's like, "Hey, you and me, I'm gonna keep you. You be my wife." Yeah, I is that what he's implying? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I picked up on that. Yeah, so he's definitely is like, I'm going to keep you here. You're going to be my wife, my love, and we're going to raise this girl. Which, hey, also, by the way, James Bond has a daughter. Which <laughs> apparently a bunch of people got real mad at. Oh, I really? Care. I didn't care. Um, I don't. I feel like, 
In one of the old, way older films, I feel like he has a kid or something. I mean, it would make sense that, like, I'm sure there's one of these books out there. It's like, James Bond Jr. Yeah, he's got, like, whatever. Um, So, I don't know. The, the age thing got me. But, oh, I don't think... Uh, <clears throat> I, this doesn't matter to me, but they made Q uh, queer on oh. that. I don't know if you caught that. In I caught it. I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care either, but it was just like, oh, okay. They're just doing that. Cool. So, I, I did kind of like it because... Um, you know, it's one of those showing things, representation. I, I like the representation, but I don't need it. Like, hey, get it? He's <laughs> he's a homosexual like thing. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I don't know. That was interesting. Uh, just something different that came out. Um, also, our boy Felix Leiter showed up. Yeah, and gets fucking <laughs> murked. Yeah, he does. He gets screwed. Yeah, literally, so, Craig must have been like, "Hey, you want to come to this film? But we gotta kill you." So I think I read somewhere that like his scenes were really like impacted by some like something happened where they, they were planning on filming it in this one place but they couldn't because uh, i think they filmed all his stuff like in cuba yeah so like they planned on filming it one way and then they couldn't so like a bunch of that shit got scrapped and they had to like essentially do it on the fly oh really yeah oh, so jeez. um also ana de armas awesome um which I, one so she is the female uh, operative in cuba who oh yes. meets up with um she's like a real it actri- actress right now she dated ben affleck for a while um, what of course ben affleck how does he get these because he's an extremely handsome <laughs> celebrity sean that's why yeah um and sure. she, yeah she's like probably younger than both of us so uh yeah i would assume so but she's really cool i don't think i would like like a bunch of people online is like why didn't they make her like more part of the movie i don't know if i'd like her character as much if it was more of that in the movie but I, how would they put her in the more of the film? She would just be like a sidekick for the rest of the movie, like they usually do with those people. Mm. But like, kind of his love interest is the sidekick. At that yeah, point. that that'd be where it got weird. Because <laughs> um, usually he ends up having sex with his <laughs> side sidekick. Does, wait, does Bond have sex in this movie? Is this sex just, with Bond? No, he has sex with Madeline in the first before oh, he, goes, he impregnates good. her. Is that in, is that the time that they? No, is that I, the only time they have sex. No, because. It's the only time you're right. That is the only time they have sex, but it's definitely a scene. She's already pregnant. She knows she's pregnant because oh. when she leaves, so when he puts her on the train, she like reaches for her stomach. And it's oh like, wow, you caught that! I did not catch yeah. that. Um, so um, it's definitely like, but well, I'm pregnant, but like she doesn't say anything. Yeah. So she's definitely pregnant mm. already. Well, at least that makes better sense than it was in the Fast and Furious films. The age of the baby got a little questionable. How fast the baby aged. Or am I making? Yeah, no, they definitely. <laughs> that baby is like four. It might be four in one movie and then go backwards in the next movie. I don't know. At least in the Vaughn, like they say five years later. So it's like, yeah, okay, it's like this is a reasonable age for this kid to age. That was also one of those things like, ooh, now she has a kid. Like, it's definitely Bond. Because they, they tried doing this thing where, like, it's not Bond's kid for like a hot second. It's like, that's definitely Bond's fucking kid. <laughs> yeah, if I mean, not, it's, it's the stupidest movie character in the world. <laughs> well, yeah, it has to be. They just can't. I don't know. She doesn't want Bond to know for some reason. Um, what was I? I was looking over this. Oh, did you at one point? There was a slight point where I thought uh, uh, uh M, uh, Voldemort, um, was actually going to turn into Voldemort and be a bad guy. I did too. Film. I thought he was bad. I thought like I, thought <laughs> I think that was intentional, big... but like I did think I was like, oh, are they making him a bad guy now. It was one, that's one of the things I don't like. I thought they were going to go down some interesting way where he has like a dark secret he has to cover up and like yeah, like he's, he's involved with Spectre or something. But really, yeah, it's just like yeah, I made this program. <laughs> I didn't and, tell anyone, and yeah, now we're fucked. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's just, like, dropped, essentially. 
Yeah. So I didn't like that part. But yeah, I did. I was in the same boat. I'm like, ooh, dude, make him a bad guy. I like this. Yeah, I mean, he's already been like one of the greatest bad guys of all time. So it's true. I honestly, like, this would be the movie to do something like that. Like, blow, you're, if you're going to kill Bond, blow this shit up. Like, but I mean, they kind of did, but not really. What did you think? Now, I don't remember this, but I remember, I or I do remember this part, I guess I should say. When they first were releasing this film before COVID, um, I thought they made, like, Lashana Lynch, I thought they made it sound like she was going to be the new James Bond or something. But basically, she is gets the 007 thing and then gives it up eventually. So I think the big thing was, like, there's going to be a new 007, which is, I'm sure yeah. you're the same way, where you hear 007, you think James Bond. Yeah. So I think that's where the confusion came in, is, like, they're mm. like, oh, she's the new 007 type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really just like there's a female 007. Also, oh, here, here's my other thing. Also, with all these films, isn't all these fucking Bond films with Craig like one last? Well, no, Casino Royale isn't. But I feel like the last three have been like one last job things. Like Craig's like, or like, oh, yeah. he's like, I'm out of this. And they're like, you gotta come back. So Bond, I mean, we need you. I think Skyfall is supposed to be like, yeah, it's like big, like triumph, like this is the conclusion, everything's gonna be done. And yeah. Like, yeah, we don't know who to get. If we give you a shit ton of money, you'll come back? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'm not even just saying Craig. I, well, obviously Craig gets the money. But I'm saying just like the way the Bond is. The character is always like on his way out. And they're like, oh, we got to get you back, Bond. We need you for this. Well, there's a big thing in Skyfall where like he gets shot. And he's like out. He's like done. Oh, he's over the hill. Yeah. Like that's, that's a whole big part of it is like Bond <laughs> is over the hill. And we do have two more films of yeah, that. <laughs> don't worry. Ten years later, still here. So... Um, because the casino, because Casino Royale starts out where he earns the 007. Yeah, he's like a u- new young guy. So literally, there are two films where he's like a young guy, and then the next three are he's over the hill guy. I mean, it kind of makes sense. So if they just made the three movies, it makes sense. New Bond, middle Bond, like where he's in his prime. Yes. Ending Bond. Yeah. Like it's the lifespan of James Bond. That right makes there. sense. Um, it didn't work that way because the middle movie got fucked up. Yeah. And no one liked it. And then the third movie was really good. And then they're like, hey, let's make a shit ton more money by making two more of these. But yeah, it, it doesn't make more sense I, to do I, over the hill bond but, two more times. I mean, Skyfall was a little different too because it was like Judy Dench's last role as M. And so it like... Yeah, what was it? 25 years? It was like a summer reunion too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like... No, it was like... Yeah, it, I think it was like the 50th or something okay. from like the first Bond film. And so it was like had that element. But yeah, with Judy. And so it was kind of her like farewell to her. Yeah. And then Bond has to, you know, I don't remember what film. Maybe it was after Casino Royale. Daniel Craig didn't want to be Bond. But I feel at least after Skyfall, he was like, I don't want to do this. But then he kept coming back for the two more films. I, I think you're right. I think it was definitely the last two movies. He was like, I don't want to do this. And then they, like, gave him shit to him. Yeah. And he did it. So. I don't know. I, I feel like I've talked too much about this. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? I, I You know, I, I felt I've dominated my... Uh, no, no, critiques I, of this film. <laughs> you, you hit most of the points I have. Um, yeah, most of the big things like, um, if you're gonna watch one of these movies before it, I guess watch fucking Spectre so you know what the hell yeah. the first half of the movie is. I, I think, thing is that happened to me was my my friend Ryan texted me and was like, he said he went to the film and he's like, hey, make sure you like we watch Spectre or whatever. Yeah, I did not and went in the film and then as a, as like the Mister White and the the um, uh, Madeline Swan was appearing, I was like. I feel like I should have watched Spectre, at least read the plot. <laughs> yep, that's, that was my thing. I'm like, ooh, should have at least read the wiki on this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, watch that movie. Um, I don't know. I I liked it. I like Carrie... I can never pronounce his last name. Fuganami. 
Uh, so he's the guy who directed True Detective. Fukunaga. Fukunaga. I don't know. He, he's like the dude who directed uh, True Detective is his big thing. He also made Maniac on Netflix. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Um, I kind of like the direction. I I wish they kind of would have got like went more into his like kind of. I think like the first like part of the movie mm-hmm. is more him, and then they kind of just went like this is usual James Bond shit. Yeah, I wish they kind of leaned into that a little more. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was a good movie. It was enjoyable, like you said, a little long. Yes. Um, a little There's bit. There's like, a lot of. A lot of big set pieces. A lot of big set pieces, and then a lot of just, like... I don't like in movies where you can kind of tell they're trying to, like, hammer home, like, this is the last time. And there was a lot of, like, this is the last time James Bond's going to hang out with this guy. A lot of time James Bond's going to interact with this person. Um, I didn't really pick that up until, like, the very end. Yeah. (laughs) When he shoots, like, the last final guy before he goes up to the... um, To, like, I think get the boardroom to... Oh, yeah. Like, set off the missile silo or whatever. Because he turns around and he shoots right down the barrel, basically. And they have the shot, basically. Like, what they do at the beginning of every Bond film where they walk Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it's like he shoots the last guy, but the way it's framed, it's like how they do at the very beginning of the film. You know, Bond walks across, shoots someone. That's essentially what it is. They also kind of did a weird one of those to start this time. Because it, like, it was just kind of him, like, walking across and, like, boom. And then, like, I guess in my mind, it usually was more in the plot. Or like they no, did. they always do the one at the beginning. Man, okay. They've always done that. And I also can't remember. I feel like... I know in the video, GoldenEye video game, it would have blood come down the screen. Yeah. I don't remember if they always... If they did that in the movies. Or if recently they just took that out. Because, you know, they don't want blood. So I know they did it in Casino Royale. Casino Royale is the one where they like do it in the plot, I know. Uh, and maybe that's... I'm just thinking of that one. Okay. But uh, it seemed... Do you, not, not the same to me. Do you remember... I think it was in Casino Royale. Didn't he like originally not say the shake and not stirred? Uh, one of them he did. One of that was a big thing. He like didn't do it. Yeah, one. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. But this one he did. Yep, he does that. Um, for when he gets a drink with Ana de Armas, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, no, it was cool. Um, like it was kind of cool. Like the sidekicks got involved and everything. Yeah, um, I, yeah, they definitely like let's get everyone involved in this film and do it. So, so. I don't know. I guess uh, any other thoughts, real quick, on this because I got one more question. Bond related. No, no, I. I I think I've gotten everything out. Who's going to be the next Bond? Who do you want to see? Ooh, who do I got? So, here's the thing. It's going to be some young I, British guy is what it's going to be. So, it's going to be like some like guy probably around our Do you think it's age. a guy or do you think they go a woman route? It's definitely a guy. <laughs> um, as, mu- as cool as it would be to go a woman route, it's definitely going to be a guy. Oh, man. If it's a woman, you can just see all the right wing like woke... <laughs> Dude, it's going to be like, like the fucking Ghostbusters thing again where I, I don't yeah. give that much of a shit about my fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't know how many times I had to listen to people be like, not my Ghostbusters, not my <laughs> Ghostbusters. So stupid. I, but it's definitely going to be something like that. I think what will be happen is um, there's been a lot of talk like they're going to try to like make like better female characters who mm-hmm. like interact with James Bond. So like more people like uh, 007 in this movie. Yeah. Or uh, like Andre Armas' character. Yeah. But no, James Bond will be a man. I will put a hundred... Well, I just pulled up uh, cinemablend.com. Okay. Yep. Let's hear <laughs> and it. And they have the odds. Yep. Let's hear, for, let's for hear the, the top thing. five here. I'll tell you if the I think top so. Five. Tom Hopper. Do you know who Tom Hopper is? He's seven to two. Nope. Don't know who that is. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. I know. So Richard Madden is a, he is a Game of Thrones actor who got real big on that bodyguard show. Uh, I don't know. Who so that is. he's a Game of Thrones actor. I doubt it. Um, maybe. Your boy Tom Hardy at nine to two. I would love Tom Hardy. He's way too fucking old. Is he, he British though? Yeah, he's well. So here's the thing. I don't know. I don't. Isn't he American? No, he's definitely from the UK. Oh. What kind of UK? I'm not sure. Oh. 
Oh, he, he's English. Yeah. So, he is 44. He's too old to be Bond. Yeah, he's too old to be Bond. Uh, He'd be awesome. Regine Jean Page? <laughs> 11 to 2? Don't know. Don't know who that is. I Let me... I'll try to pull him up. Also, here. tell me who this Tom Hooper guy is. Uh, Hopper, I think. Oh. He is... He was a cast member on the ABC legal drama for the people. <laughs> he was also starting season one of the Netflix period drama Bridgerton as Simon Bassett, Duke of uh, Hastings. I know this guy, This yeah, this guy got real famous from Bridgerton. He's 31. Uh, Tom Hopper, let me look him up. So there's one of these guys I heard of who is like essentially just like a big UK actor or like a big stage actor, I think. Mm. Maybe that's this guy. Tom Hopper is English actor he appeared as sir percival and merlin billy bones and black sales dick and tarley in game of thrones and luther hargraves in the umbrella academy okay i know that man that guy okay okay he's 36 though yeah that guy doesn't regine jim page was 30 31 so okay yeah i mean it's gonna be somewhere around that like that age i bet mar mahershala ali yeah (laughs) he's 12 to 1 Fucking suck at saying. I'm pretty sure he's American. It, it'll definitely be a British guy. Or yeah, I, yeah guy. I, I, it would be a British person. I don't think. Um, yeah, he is an American actor. He's also 47. So yeah, there's no way they would do that. James Norton is 14 to one. I don't know who that is either. Uh, he, <laughs> his image on here is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I don't think he. He's he might be the one that's all the British things because okay. I don't really think. Tied at sixteen to one, Henry Cavill, okay, and Lashana Lynch. I don't think they would do Henry Cavill just because he's been Superman. Like it just doesn't seem right. Um, I don't either, but I think there's a lot. So he actually, when Craig did it, he also was in the running. So he was in like the uh, final. Was like, so, but they said he was too young at the time. So there might be somewhere like, oh, you've, you're now in the age range. Man, he would have been like, yeah, he's thirty eight now. He would have been like low twenties yeah. when he was. This one, this would have been good like ten years ago. Idris yeah. Elba is eighteen to one. Yeah, so that's the thing. Idris Elba like should have taken after Skyfall. Now yes. it's like it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. Um, He's so, also forty nine. Yeah, I think a big one was the Richard Madden one. I've heard a lot. Um, there's also some guy who was in the Hobbit movies, and he was also in like some Poldrick show, some show that like the BBC put on that I never watched. Mm-hmm. Is it Sam Hoogan? Hoogan. He's a Scottish actor. Probably. He's definitely Scottish. Jamie Fraser in the Stars historical drama series Outlander. Mm. He's okay, I know, I know that guy. That's not the guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's who, that's that's the odds okay. right now. So those two guys, a real dark horse one I've seen lately is, uh, oh, I can't remember his name right, Slumdog Millionaire guy. Oh, I don't know who that is. Um, if you Google Slumdog Millionaire, I'm sure it's <laughs> that guy. Um, so that actor is like a real big like dark horse right now. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure it's gonna be somebody I've never heard of, or someone I've rarely heard of. Yeah, that's usually. I mean, that's no one had heard of Daniel Craig really before that. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna go with the like a white guy. I could see that. I, I think they're gonna go woman or you know a minority basically. Yeah. I I think that's what they're going to do. I but yeah, my- it could definitely be a white guy still. Yeah. So. <laughs> I could also see, so the Tom Hardy one, he's like too old at this point. I yeah. could also see them doing a one, one-off one Tom Hardy movie. Yeah. Just like, hey, we don't really love any of this right here. We're just going to have Tom Hardy. We're going to pay him a shit ton of money to do this one time. Yeah, I did this one time. Um, and then they'll pay him again to do a second one because that's how it goes. Yeah, as he's 60 at that point. <laughs> um, I mean, Roger Moore was like old as shit by the time he was 
Yeah, the end but of every Bond so film. Here's the thing: all these Bond people, they go forever, and at the end, everyone's just like, "Why is he still like? He is too old to be James Bond." <laughs> well, it's because he's like sixty years old, and then he's like hitting on a twenty year yeah. old. So at least the Daniel Craig one, it's like. I have this young 20-year-old, but, like, we're in love. Like, it, this is, like, my, like, wife sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, the, like, uh, Roger the, Moore. Um, the other one is just, like, let me just slay this slay this yeah. woman right here, and I'm way older As than I'm Dr. Two, I'm wearing a gray toupee right now. <laughs> let me, yeah, slay this barely legal age woman. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. So, it's a little different. But, no, James Bond, I'm glad it came out. It's cool. Um, I've been waiting for this movie, so I'm sure you're the same way. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should go see it. Yeah, yeah. Go to the movies. Movies are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to see it in a film. So, Sean, also something theater, right? that uh, has been going on. Yeah. I guess, let's, football. We we really talk about fucking football. Football! Um, because we've been we've been a little busy with life, yes, you know? We um, have been. So, I think last time we talked, the Iowa Hawkeyes had not yet played the Iowa State Cyclones. This yes. is a long time ago. This is a long time ago. Um. Since then, a lot has changed in college yes. football. Um, Alabama lost, which I didn't think was going to happen all year. Oh, yeah, they did. Um, Iowa State is, like, nowhere to be found anymore. Are they in the top 25? No, they are not. Which is a little bit of a downer. They play, um, I forget who they play today. But. Yeah. We're, we're, we're recording this during probably a game. So yes. this could change as we're speaking. Um, the Iowa Hawkeyes were... Oh, they play the Pokes, Oklahoma State. Ooh, that's a big game. Yeah. Big game. Um, the Hawkeyes were number two in the nation and then proceeded to get oh, whopped by Purdue. <laughs> I did not see that. So I was harvesting that day. So I didn't like hear. And I come in and my mom said, yeah, the Hawkeyes lost. I was like, to Purdue? <laughs> they got dominated. Like, it was I know. Not a game. Yeah, I saw the score and I was just like, oh, God, yeah, that looks bad. Um, a week after, like, maybe the biggest win in, like, yeah, last that's, 10 years. That's, I did not expect them to let it down that bad to get, like, blown out, basically. So here's the thing. As the, as the resident Iowa fan here, so... <laughs> You always hear, like, you guys always talk about Iowa State fans. Like, there's always, like, this sense of dread when you come into, like, a season highly ranked with yeah. big expectations. The Hawkeyes, we have that feeling whenever we play, like, Purdue and Northwestern. <laughs> so, like, after Penn State, that's all any of my friends, nah, Iowa yeah, fans yeah. I talk to would be like, we're going to lose fucking Purdue now. Or we're going to lose fucking... <laughs> Actually, Northwestern, too, a lot of us were. The, we're that's usually Northwestern. Northwestern. I feel like Iowa loses. Too. So, when it happened, I'm like, this sucks, but, yep, par for the course here. <laughs> Riding high and fucking Purdue or Northwestern comes out and just takes our legs out from under us. Wow. So, um, the problem is our offense can't move the fucking ball. Yeah. I mean, that was going to be an issue all year. Everyone knew it, that Petrus and yeah. whatever is not the best uh, quarterback or the offense in general. It's just not yeah. good. So once a team got out to a bleed, like, you know. Yeah, we, we were essentially relying on the defense to, like, come up with an ungodly amount of turnovers, which they mm. were doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be a game where it came back to bite us. Uh, I'm sad it was this one because it probably killed our chance to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get to the playoffs. Like, if it had been, you know, we lost to Penn State or we lose to probably even Wisconsin, like, mm-hmm. close, or in the Big Ten Championship, it's like, oh, maybe that could get them in the playoffs. Losing yeah. to Purdue at home by a lot <laughs> probably doesn't get you in the playoffs. So Yeah, it was at home. That's, yeah, tough. Tough, yeah. I don't know. I, I Honestly, I was like, you know, Iowa, they had no ranked opponents left on their schedule after they beat Penn State. So it was just like... <laughs> It seems set up for Iowa to actually do something, and then they just go out and fucking choke it. I mean, so here's the thing. They could still, like, run the table, make the Big Ten championship. Yeah. And then we've seen they could beat, like, they could beat Ohio Ohio State or Penn State. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the year, everyone's going to look back and be like, fuck. (laughs) This this was our chance, guys. Yeah. We fucked it up, so. Well, at least they still kind of have a chance, because Iowa State has completely blown any chance of getting in. 
Yeah, so you Chuck, you, you need to explain this more to me because I, I watched the Iowa game, obviously, and yeah. then after that I didn't watch much, but then I saw the Baylor highlights, and I'm like, ooh, okay, bad loss. Since yeah. then I have not seen anything about that. So what's been going I, on? I, I mean, I should say I haven't really watched a lot of their stuff either. But, yeah, they, they got beat by Baylor. Ooh, I guess Baylor's 6-1. and one. Um, Killed Kansas, like you should. Yep. And then they beat Kansas State. Who I think Kansas State was all right. They weren't, like, great by any means, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we are in October now. We all know it's Brocktober, so. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so wait, you're telling me the uh, Iowa State fans aren't telling, aren't chanting for him to get benched now? Is that what's going uh, on? Probably not. I mean, it seems like he's been playing better now. Um, but yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know. Iowa State. They obviously came in with a high hopes, but maybe that you know the Northern Iowa game was a harbinger of uh, what was going to come, basically. Um, yeah, because they just didn't beat you and I that much. They really, I mean, they've, but like, yeah, they, you know, they've beaten teams and whatever. But like, yeah, they're definitely not like, oh my god, they're way like as good as what I think people thought they were going to be. And do they play Oklahoma this year? Uh, yeah, they play everyone in the Big Twelve because there's only ten teams. Oh, so just wait until they upset Oklahoma. It's probably what's gonna. <laughs> well, happen. yeah, they play Oklahoma State today, who's ranked I think eighth. Yeah. So like that's and it's at Iowa State. So if they can win that, you know. They could still like theoretically make you know and win the Big Twelve. They have yeah. a Big Twelve championship game now, don't they? Yeah, they do it's the top it's two teams just play each other. Uh, but luckily, they're adding four teams now when the other two teams leave, so they'll make more sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they basically you know they still have a tough schedule. They still got to play. I mean, Texas is only four and three, but Texas Tech's five and two, and Oklahoma's seven and zero. Oh. So you know, yeah, they, they we'll can, see. They, they can end up you know they could still end up decent, but you know. It's the how high the expectations were when we rolled into the season with clone fans. It, it yeah, it's definitely has come far down from that. Yeah, it's definitely the uh, little behind behind the scenes here. We had a podcast that we thought we recorded with Ryan. Um, ends up we didn't. Something got messed up and yeah. we couldn't we couldn't get it. So, um, but yeah, we had a nice conversation about it. He was very down after that game. Um, I think that was kind of like a general consensus with the Iowa State fans. But I still thought after that game, like, hey, like. A long season ahead of you, like yeah, you you lost to another top ten team here, like yeah, it could happen. And then that that Baylor game though, like after that, I heard nothing. That <laughs> that was the one that really killed people, I think. Yeah, I mean that took out. I mean like Iowa obviously was ranked high, they're numbered, and then got to number two and yeah. whatever. Like you know that looks, you know that's not a bad loss. No, but Baylor, I mean granted Baylor's what so I said one loss, so they might end up being good, but at the time, yeah, it didn't look great for Iowa State. Yeah. So it's disappointing, um, and I'm sure they also don't like hearing about the uh, Campbell to all the like USC or uh, stuff like uh, that. Wait, USC? They lo- they oh yeah, they fired their coach, didn't they? Yeah. USC or what? Well, LSU now too. So I haven't heard the LSU. I think okay. like there's probably gonna be rumors because Campbell's the hot yeah. coaching prospect. But yeah, it's like now you got to hear about that all season. Like Campbell to USC, Campbell to LSU, Campbell to whatever I, NFL team fires I, their coach. I don't know. I could see USC, but I I don't understand why you would go to an sec school like why even try you know the only thing is like lsu is like there's no one fucking there like you own louisiana you're right by texas like yeah and i i I heard something today like if you think about the last three coaches be there they won a national title really because they've only had three coaches is it saban saban Les miles and Uh, odron so like they won titles who won that was jamarcus russell the quarterback when they won the title or who was the title on our last will Miles, who's Les Miles was definitely Jamarcus Russell. Was but was that the year they won? Was yeah. with him? Yeah, uh, I think that was one with like two losses, and like they won. Um, okay, so 
And like they they've been in the title a few times, but like you own Louisiana, which is a big like football hotbed. And, yeah. I just I don't know. I just don't know with Matt Campbell just because he's like a mid he's from the Midwest or whatever. Ohio, right? Yeah. And so I I, I can't see him uh, like going down to like that's just completely new. Yeah. So I or even USC, I just feel like Ohio State would be the school I if there'd ever be a time, but I want to say there's ties to USC somehow. Oh, is it? Is either like the AD he has ties with or Uh, there's some tie to USC, I think, which which is why they call him over there. Honestly, I think he's going to the NFL if he goes anywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I honestly think he's, (laughs) I don't want to jinx this, but I might jinx this for Iowa State, but I don't think he's going to leave Iowa State unless it's for like the NFL. I don't think he's going to go to another college program because I feel like if he keeps Iowa State respectful, this is like all gravy for Iowa State fans because they've Dude, always been bad. this is the best bad. they've ever been. This I, I know. The so like, who cares? Like, give he's he can get as much money and whatever out of the state as he wants, basically, oh, yeah. because he's uh, the best coach they've ever had for football. Yeah, I, I agree. I I don't know why you would leave, but like, it's just kind of how that sport works. Is yeah. Maybe he's like shit after Brocktober's over. We're not going to be very good, so I got to get out of here. But. And maybe maybe, but. Yeah, I I also agree with you. I don't think he's leaving, but it just seems like in college football, everybody's trying to go to like five schools, mm-hmm. so everyone's always trying to move up in yeah. the world. So I mean, the, the one thing with the Big Twelve is obviously they're once Texas and Oklahoma leave, you know, they're not yeah potentially not going to be looked as good. Granted, Cincinnati Cincinnati's really good, so that might not hurt that much, but yeah, uh, you know, the prestige of the Big Twelve just isn't it isn't what it used to be. You know, I'm. I'm going to go out on a limb here, um, and some people aren't going to like this. I don't think the prestige was ever really there for the Big 12. Um, Back in the day with Nebraska and Missouri? When? In, like, fucking 2004? Yeah. No, it's never... The Big 12 has never had the prestige. uh, No, it has. No. Since it was originally formed up until whenever the first conference realignment changed. Then that was the... That's when it kind of... Like, West Virginia? Like, what are we doing? TCU? I, I would... I'll go out on a limb and say... Even back then, they were the least of the power conferences. Worse than the Pac-10, Pac-12? They had USC. No. They still have Texas and Oklahoma. They had USC. No, no, no. They were lower than than the Big East. The Big East had more prestige than them. The ACC had Florida State. No. mm, No. I I think I, I will give that the Big Ten and SEC have more prestige than what the Big 12 had. But the ACC... All right, so I'll, I'll let I'll, as I'm thinking, the ACC might have been less, but you're Big fighting East, the ACC. Though? They had Miami, they had Virginia Tech, they had all those uh, big schools. Okay, if, yeah, if you're going back, then maybe the Big East. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you maybe the ACC, but like but the, in the Pac-12, no, I the, the ACC and Pac-12 were, were definitely below the Big Twelve. No, dude, the, the only they only had USC. That's the thing. They were like the only school with, <laughs> for a while there. They had USC. They had Oregon. They had no, Washington. Oregon wasn't that good back then. They were exciting. After USC got wasn't as good then. I think yeah. Oregon took off. But they had USC. They had Oregon. They had Washington. Cool matches every Big Twelve team. <laughs> the prestige was there. The it, not as much as the Big Twelve. Okay, well I I disagree <laughs> with you. I think just being involved with that Rose Bowl in the Big Ten, I think it, there was more prestige with the Pac Pac Ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. Fair now enough. I would probably agree with that because, like, you know, I'm not. I, I don't even remember Cincinnati. I don't remember the three other schools they're bringing in. 
<laughs> was Houston one of them? Houston is one of them. Oh, uh, fuck. I feel like I'm getting quizzed now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember the other ones. Is did Navy you... one of them? No. <laughs> it's not. But did you see Conference USA? It looks like it might end. Like they're there's the AAC poached a bunch of schools. Really? Like six schools from the Conference USA. Damn. No, and I, then I, I, like no. Southern Miss supposedly is going to go to go to the Sun Belt. The shittiest conference of all the conferences is now better than Conference USA. It's crazy. Man, what? I can't even remember what was in Conference USA. Honestly. Well, originally like Marshall was. They might still be in it. Um, or like the MAC. Man, I haven't even thought about the MAC. Is the MAC still a conference? Yeah. Yeah, the MAC just all those like other Midwest <laughs> schools that aren't in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's true. Or Big Twelve, I guess, but yeah, it's just all those schools, bunch of uh, bunch of Michigans and stuff like that. UCF and BYU, that's a big wowzers. Thing. That's a so I'm just thinking geography wise. That's a huge fucking conference. Yeah, it is. I mean, you still got yeah, you got West Virginia over here. BYU's yeah, they're way fucking over there. <laughs> yeah, they're way out there. I think that yeah, I believe that's it. So. How far north does Big Twelve go then? Uh, BYU. I mean, is he that farther than Ames? Or West Virginia? I don't even know. West Virginia is definitely lower. Um, Ames might be the no- most north now. I guess it was probably the most north before. Yeah. Damn. That is a sp- spread out conference. See that? So, I was telling someone at work the other day about this, and I don't know why, but it was always really cool to me for conferences to be like geography wise, like similar. Oh, yeah. That's how that they all originally were, basically. Just because, like, it was like, all right, you're the best in your area, so then you go play, like, then you have you the best. You play this other one. Yeah. So it was kind of like a bragging route, like, my area is better than your area type thing. Yeah. Um, no, and that's that's the part, I think, that people, uh, you know, that sucks is that that's changing, and now it's just entirely media rights stuff. Yeah. And, like, all right, we need this school in this city. That's why, like, the Big Ten has fucking Maryland and Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Because they get that that East Coast uh, market, basically. Um, One thing I did find funny about all this, so, like, we always think about this in, like, terms of, like, football and men's basketball and yeah. stuff like that. Like, the places that are going to be flying to these places. Can you imagine your team that has to go from fucking UCF to play BYU in, like, women's lacrosse or something like that? Uh, like it's so expensive. Yeah, so expensive for these other programs that are making no money or, like, yeah. these fucking... Five-hour bus rides plus that you had to... Crazy. But, yeah. Hey, I guess I'm not running any of these fucking big schools or their AD departments, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, Sean, talk about something I guess we both probably follow a little more, though. We'll <laughs> finally get to the pros here, the people making the real money. Here. Real bucks. Um, I guess some of those college kids make a lot of money now, but uh, yeah. anyway, pros, what are your initial thoughts on the season here? Uh, John Gruden. What a what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Woof, man. Woof. <laughs> Um, so I delete the receipts, man. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, don't do that. Don't do, don't whatever, do what he did. Whatever he did. Just don't do, like, uh, we should say like, that was horrible, like deplorable shit. Like we're, we're going to make light yeah. of it here, but like, it's horrible, deplorable <laughs> shit. Um, that's bad stuff. But who, you know, who felt better probably that that happened? Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Urban Meyer. We, we haven't been on here talking about Urban Meyer. So he out there fucking grinding up on women. Put fingers grind. up buttholes and shit, you know? <laughs> um, After his team lost and didn't fly back with his team. Which, so, like, when I heard that originally, I thought that was like, all right, that, that happens. But yeah. apparently, like, that never fucking happens. Yeah. Like, people in the NFL are like, that is a big no-no. Like, we don't do that shit. Yeah. Um. Also, like, 
hey man, as an organization, you gotta have someone like with the hindsight be like, hey, maybe we shouldn't let our coach be like do this. Like, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't let our coach go get drunk at this bar and like be in this situation. Yeah, you are a billion dollar industry. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I know we were texting during it. We we thought he's gonna get fired. I'm surprised he still has a job. I, I'm. I would be. Sh- I. I. You know. I, 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 no matter what they do this year, unless somehow they like pull off a winning record, which I don't think they will, I imagine he just gets fired at the end of the year. Like, I just, I don't know. So, here's the thing the Jaguars are one of those like organizations where I don't, I don't think they pay attention. <laughs> like, I think they're going to kind of just ride this out because no one's going to be talking about it at the end of the year. Yeah. So, it's like, even now, like the John Gruden stuff has made the Urban Meyer shit like no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. And the thing I think with the Urban Meyer stuff, you know, listening to other people or listen to another podcast they did was a lot of it is a lot of people just don't like Urban Meyer, so yeah. they just want to see him fail. Necessarily yeah, it's a bad look, but like if that happened to another coach, you know, it might just be like, yeah, that's between him and his wife and yeah. like <laughs> his family type of stuff. But because it's Urban Meyer, you're just like, God fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. And yeah, part of it is like a lot of these people were saying this is a bad hire and they want to see him right now. Yeah. Um, probably us included. So uh, <laughs> I agree, but yeah, I, I don't think he's getting fired. Honestly, at this point, I, I think they've now ridden out the storm where he's going to stay at least yeah. for one more year. Um, which maybe isn't a very good idea because their team is not very good. Um, well, I'm not very so, well coached. Yeah. I sadly watched the London game. Who uh, was it? Jags dolphins game. It's actually good because it was like a close game. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence, he's, he threw a pass at one point. I'm like, that's an NFL pass. Like, it was like going out, of, like basically put in a spot where no one else could get it but his yeah. receiver. But the whole game, Trevor Lawrence is literally just running for his life because his line cannot hold anything. <laughs> yeah. It's what, when week one was the first time he'd ever lost a regular season game in yeah. his life. And you can tell why. The dude's fucking good. Yes. Like, um, but their team is so bad. So bad. And so I. I I can deal with them being bad mm-hmm. and like they just don't have the talent, but it's like they're just like doing stupid shit. Like they're running boring offense that fucking yeah. everyone knows. Their defense does stupid shit and can't cover anybody. Like no, there's a lot of errors, a lot of a lot of bonehead moves too. So they're bad, but I think he gets another year um, to rebuild. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I think uh, so far, you know, I I didn't take Lamar in fantasy football because I didn't think he'd be that great, but. Ravens are five and one, so they're having a good year. He's good. He's uh probably, if not the MVP in that discussion right now. Yeah. I mean, especially considering like all the running backs have gotten hurt and whatnot. So and a lot of their receivers and their line, like their whole <laughs> offense is hurt. Besides, that, yeah. So. so for them to be that good, you know, good on him. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, I will also say how much I listen. We listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, and they rag on Ben Roethlisberger. I didn't realize the Steelers were three and three though. Yeah, dude, that's what Mike Tomlin will do, man. You'll think they're shitting, like, oh, they're 500. I, I hate they're it still 500. I, I thought they'd be bad, but, I mean, they are bad. They are bad. They're the worst team in the division. I think that division, I mean, the Bengals are actually yeah, good. They are pretty good. Their defense is stingy. We'll see. It's one of those things where it might be an early season anomaly. But. Yeah. But, like, it seems like the Jamar, is it Jamar Chase? Yeah, Jamar Chase. He's, he's good. He's good. Um, Joe Burrow's good. Yeah. Like, it, I guess that's what happens when you draft in the top five. You eventually get good players. Like, I, yeah, I also regret taking Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham in the fantasy football because neither have been very good. So here's the thing. So I watch a lot of Browns games. I don't. I, I kind of like the Browns. Yeah. Um, I think they're well. I think their coach is really good. I think their coach is really good. I like Baker. I personally like Baker. Yeah. Um, 
and honestly, I'll watch games and I don't have as big an issue as, with other people, but like he hasn't been good this year. Like he he'll have like throws where you gotta make that in the fucking pros, man. Yeah. I think he's just like a a mediocre, like a Rich Gannon type of quarterback. <laughs> hey man, Rich Gannon went to the That's Super Bowl true. One Maybe time. He's I get what you're better. saying. Like he's, he's like he's Jeff George, I don't know. Yeah. Like he's no, not bad. Per- he's not gonna be a bad quarterback, but he's never gonna be he's a He's a game manager, Brad Johnson. Yeah, you know? he's no, a game manager. I, I think you're right there. Um, like, as, as long as he's not trying too hard, you'll be fine. The Odell stuff is what confuses me because he was so good early on. Yeah, and he's just like not very. He's just a mediocre receiver now too. Yeah, I I, I don't maybe you know injuries and shit have piled yeah. up on him. I mean, he's um, a small guy too. So if you have injuries and yeah. your speed, your agility is your biggest thing, and that takes that away. That can yeah. factor a lot in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I still think he's still coming back from those injuries where he's yeah, that's not good point. What he was that's a good point. Because, yeah, I mean, this is a game of superheroes out there, and when you're fucking just a little bit off, you yeah. fucking get exposed. So, But that's the one thing. I, I thought Baker would be able to rely on all these people, yeah. and he has to some extent. But, dude, that not, he, that injury he had the other day. I did not see it. Um, So he tore his labrum and his shoulder. Yeah. Um, you know very well. Yeah, so I'm a fucking expert. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, and then, like, what happened is he, like, went to throw it, and his arm was extended, and it just, like, oh. It did, and I could tell, like, fucking right away. I'm like, yep, just made shoulder right there, buddy. <laughs> Um, I can tell you from experience, that is one of the most painful fucking things I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And uh, he was playing professional football with that. Ugh. So uh, kudos to him. Tough guy. But I think he said then he also has like a fracture in his shoulder too. Yeah. So this is what happened. Fun fact. I also had that. Um, <laughs> so you what, Baker, you can just talk about it. Fuck, too, I'll call him up. I'll, I'll tell him what I did. Don't come back too early because um, you'll do it again. Um, so what happens essentially because it's like a ball in a socket. Yeah. Um, when that comes out, it can like chip and like break uh, shit. So, like for me, I don't have like a full socket there because mm-hmm. I dislocated it too many times and it broke off. I'm yeah. sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, it hurts a shit ton. And uh, <laughs> even though it's not his throwing shoulder, I can see why that would hinder yeah, you. Kind, kind of hard forward. to be quarterback at that point. Yeah. Let's go, Case Keenum, baby. Yeah, I watched that game the other night and went, yeah, <laughs> I don't like him as much. Wasn't he a Rams quarterback for a minute? Yeah, he. Uh, he essentially beat Jared Goff out for his rookie year. Yeah. And then, like, shouldn't have, like, gotten the job taken away from him because he was playing all right. And Jeff Fisher just, like, yanked him. Oh, jeez. Then he went to Minnesota next year and just... That's a good year he yeah. had. Yeah. And then they brought in fucking Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I mean, the Raiders actually have been... Well, their point differential is only three points, but whatever. Uh, they've, they've been surprisingly good, you yeah. know, even with Gruden and without Gruden. Uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs being three and three is surprising, I think. for Yeah, I was going to ask you, so I think I know your answer here. You haven't written them off yet, though. Oh, right? no, not at all. But it sounds like their defense is it's atrocious. really bad. And it sounds like it's, you know, like the I, I think the year they won their suit, their defense has never been. That yeah. great, but this year seems like a lot worse than other years that the defense has been. Essentially, we knew their offense would be so good that like the defense just had to be like not historically bad. Yeah, but and it's, it's been historically bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I think so. Oh, am I excited that Josh Gordon's back? Hell yeah, man! Picked him up in fantasy. He's not going to do anything for me. But yeah, good good luck there, buddy. He'll I drink, play for two weeks. I'll drink that Josh Gordon Kool Aid till he fucking smokes another reefer and gets suspended. I listened about that guy for however many years he was with the Seahawks, and yeah. every time he'd come back, he'd be like, "Oh, Josh Gordon." He'd have a good game, and he'd be like, "All right, I'll see you in three weeks when he's not fucking playing." <laughs> so, I yeah. I hope the guy gets his shit together, but yeah, he's probably not playing. Um, also, I think we got to pour one out for Teddy Bridgewater's career. <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? I, you know, I just, 
I really love Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I want to see him succeed, but it just... I thought with the Broncos, it might be the year. They and were 3-0. Uh, yeah, they've lost four in a row. I know. I, know. <laughs> I think he's been hurt, but yeah, I, I just... I don't think he's going to be a long-term starting quarterback in this league anymore. Might be a good backup. You know, I think the signs were probably there when uh, Carolina traded him for Sam Darnold. (laughs) I think that should have been like a, hey, maybe this guy isn't sticking around. (sighs) I think they were just, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) I I have always loved Teddy Bridgewater, so it's sad to see him. This is probably the end of the road for the Teddy Bridgewater train. Yeah, he's one of those guys. So I remember when there was hype for him as a number one overall pick. Mm. It was like after his sophomore year at Louisville, like, oh, he'll be the number one pick. And that was back when the Rams were bad every year. So yes. every year I'd look at those things. Like, <laughs> New Rams quarterback coming next year, buddy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, here we are fucking less than 10 years later. And he's <laughs> probably out of the league. Man, NFL chews you up and spits you out quick. Ugh, yeah. Um, the Dolphins have been really bad. Uh, yeah, Dolphins have been really bad. That uh, was... Um, I didn't think they'd be this bad. They're worse than the Jets right now, technically. They're maybe worse I think team th- in the NFL. What do you What do you think, Tua? He's done. <laughs> you, you trade for Deshaun Watson right now if you're the. Dolphins. I don't. I don't see how you can trade for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you can trade for him until all of his legal stuff gets literally, worked out. Literally, what's gonna happen? Well, so what I think is gonna happen. It's not gonna happen this way because the NFL doesn't work this way. He's gonna get traded, and then he'll he sh- like I would expect they're gonna play him and. Commissioner comes in and goes, no, you can't play. Like, yeah. Exemplist. What's going to happen? They're going to trade for him. Everyone's going to say that's going to happen. They're just going to fucking play. Because <laughs> that's how the NFL works. Um, I think I, I think the legal stuff is just so big that they can't do anything until like he gets suspended or whatever for all that stuff. It's crazy to think that the Texans may be able to get Tua and first-round picks for a guy who might never play again. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Or is at least probably suspended for half a year, I would assume. Dude, I think if he's like convicted of the shit, he's go- he's doing hard time. So like he's never playing. That's true. <laughs> the legal system—that's the thing. The NFL and the actual legal system is on a different level. Uh, but yeah, now I. But do you? Would you want? Say, you didn't have Stafford. I guess would you want Tua to be your quarterback? Um, not right now. No, I I do. I I don't think he's good right now. I yeah. I don't know if he's still coming back from that hip injury. Like yeah. that's a big injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't know if like that offense is very. It's one of those like chicken or egg things. Is Tua mm-hmm. bad or is the bad. offense bad? Um, what would you rather have, Tua or Jalen Hurts? <sighs> if you had to pick it, Jalen Hurts because I know he's not hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's not good. I don't want Jalen Hurts. Didn't Tua always have? He got that hip thing in college, right? Like, so he hurt. he had ankle injuries that oh. like he played through, but was still doing good. And then he had to like dislocate his hip. Yeah, which is like, it's a bad injury. Like. Yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson's like career ended from this type of shit, so it's mm. it's bad. Um, and he just might he might not be good. Like he might have just been like a college, good college quarterback. Well, that's all those Bama quarterbacks. Besides like Mac Jones, I think has been okay. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can listen to Bill Simmons <laughs> too much. There. That's probably it. Um, but like, there's never been a good Bama quarterback in like since the Saban era. I'm sure back in the day there was a good Bama quarterback. Yeah, I mean the dude was playing with. Four first-round wide receivers. That's the thing. That's, two running backs who went in the first round. Multiple first-round. I, I think that's 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 honestly the thing with those Bama quarterbacks. They're just playing with really good players. Yeah. They'll make them look way better than they actually are. Yeah, it, it's, it's tough to evaluate. I don't know how you can. It's yeah. Essentially, you're playing with an all-star squad against non-all-star squads. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I think, I don't want him right now. He's not good right now. Um, yeah. I don't know if he'll get good, but I don't want him. Um, I also don't. I do not want to trade for Sean Watson, though. So. Yeah. 
Um, no one either. Uh, I am also very excited about the Bills. I'm still good. I'm still high on that baby. So yeah. for the wagons. I know they are. They're doing good for you in that league. I know that much. Um, yeah, they're they're doing great. Josh Allen has played awesome. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people right now who are like, I would rather have him or Justin Herbert than uh, Patrick Holmes. No, nah, I, I don't know if I want to go that far. I, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but he's he's good. He's awesome. He's yeah. played well. Um, that team is like, they're kind of perfectly built for like right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, it's a long season. That's the thing. Like it's <laughs> we're still only a quarter way through the season, so it's still a yeah. long ways to go. But they're playing awesome. They're really good. Um, they're I would say they're probably the class of the AFC, even with their losses. I, yeah, I think so. Um, the I'm looking at the NFC East right now. Man, thought the Washington professional football team would have a better uh, year. Yeah, they're uh, not good. <laughs> so I think part of it is like we knew their offense would be bad, yeah. and we thought their defense could make up for it. They're not. No, they cannot. <laughs> so they that division is like the Cowboys and no one else. Yeah, which I didn't think the Cowboys would be as good as. They've been and no, because I don't think I didn't think Dak would be like already back to like what he was when he got hurt last year. It's just there's so many like you got Zeke and Pollard in the backfield. Yeah. You got C.D. Lamb, Cooper. Like, they have a good team. Yeah, it's fucking. Jerry Jones might get his title finally. Yeah, okay. we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Probably there's, won't. there's a team in L.A. that I think has a pretty good shot. Um, I also don't trust Mike McCarthy as a coach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the guy gets a bad rap. Um, I think he's probably a decent NFL coach. He just gets bad rap because he went up against Aaron Rodgers and lost before we knew Aaron Rodgers was crazy. <laughs> That's true. We'll leave the West for the last. Um, of course. Uh, the Lions. Is this proving how bad Jared Goff really is? Again, man, chicken or the egg. <laughs> um, no, so I think... They're 0-6 and their coach just called out Gaff, Gaff Goff about him needing to like care or something. I forget what it was, but basically it was like, dude, you got to like do something. Yeah. So Jared Goff has never won a professional football game without Sean McVay as his coach. Um, really? Yeah. So he went 0 and seven with Jeff Fisher <laughs> and has now gone. Oh, and whatever with Six. the lines. So he's never won a professional wow. fo- football game without Sean McVay. Oh God. Um, again, this team wasn't good last year. So like, and it's probably gotten worse, obviously. Yeah. But they like were, you know, the lines have been, I don't know. Let me look it up. I thought they, like they've besides the Bengals game and I guess the the Packers game they were kind of close and then after half they've been in games. It's not yeah. like they haven't like been blown out every game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Jared Goff is good anymore. <laughs> I think I think I've been proven wrong that he's probably not a good NFL quarterback. Yeah. Um, is he the reason they are zero and six? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Are you on the Justin Fields train? No. <laughs> Um, I like it. I, I thought he was good coming in. I would have taken him number two in the draft. Do you do you think the Packers are a fake five and one team? Do you think they're as good as their record says? I no, I don't. <laughs> but I I don't know why. I have some biases against them. Where I the last two years I didn't think they were very good, and they made the NFC Championship both years. Yeah. So uh, they're good. You know, they got Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. You know, they're good. Um, they getting a few people healthy. I just, I don't think they're good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Vikings are three and three. Oh, Kirk Cousins. That's every time I see their record, I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> I never, I don't think I watch them. And I think they're good, but then I like think about them. Like they're not a very good team, but they're fucking three. And three. They're, they're still three and three. Okay. The NFC South, the Buccaneers, five and one. Tom terrific. Tampa Bay. The division is bad. Around. That's true. Um, the Saints. The Saints are three and two. I didn't even know that the Saints were three and two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Falcons, baby, two and three. 
Matty Ice. Yeah, talk about a team I have not thought about since week one. <laughs> the Panthers, McCaffrey, hurt as always. Yeah. Sam Darnold, I don't think, is playing that well. Yeah, I think uh, I read something where, like, they're showing, like, before McCaffrey got hurt and post-McCaffrey got hurt. Like, it's like, Darnold's numbers seem to be very reliant on McCaffrey's on the <laughs> How field. How good McCaffrey's Which uh, makes sense. So. Yeah, he's good. Uh, okay, here we go. The NFC West. So, are the Cardinals going to run away with this division? It's definitely possible. Um, I... <laughs> I might but is Cliff Kingsbury that good of a coach, though, is the issue. No. I, <laughs> I, I came in here in our preview and said he would be the first coach fired. I, yeah. I've been proven wrong. I don't think he will be. Because um, it's still out there because Gruden resigned. He didn't get fired. So true. Technically, could still happen. True. I still don't I don't think they will uh, fire him at this point. Yeah. Um, I watched them like dismantle the Rams that week, mm-hmm. and we couldn't stop. Like We could not stop Kyler Murray. Yeah. And he Kyler Murray is fucking good. If he can stay healthy, I don't know. They're they're a good team. I think that's the big thing is it seems like Kyler Murray's bound to just get hurt at some point. He's a very small man to be playing <laughs> professional football. I, yeah. I try to tell people like he's And he's a like, running quarterback, so he's like trying to, you know, he's putting his body out there. Size wise, he's like an inch taller than I am yeah. with maybe ten pounds. Yeah. I am not gonna be playing NFL football <laughs> at anybody. Um so yeah. he's a small man playing a very reckless style of pro football, but he's fucking good. Um, yeah. He's, yeah. If the, he can stay healthy, they're good. I think at the beginning of the year, like I saw some of their like older people they got, like AJ Green and JJ Watt. Yeah. Like those aren't really good additions, but man, they're paying off right now. Yeah, AJ Green's actually been pretty good. It's for how Wash he looked last year. Yeah, it's it's tough to be able to cover him, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, and Christian Kirk with Kyler Murray. Is Larry Fitzgerald now playing? No, I guess he retired. Did he actually retire? He must have. I, he wasn't on the team. I thought he was still technically playing. He was Larry Fitzgerald. But, oh, he's a free agent. So he didn't technically retire, but I'm guessing yeah, he, he might have retired. Or maybe, yeah, maybe they just didn't sign him and he's like, oh, I'm just going to hang out and not say I retired. <laughs> Hope one of you get hurt. Longtime receiver Larry Fitzgerald hasn't officially retired, but as the NFL season open, he's broadcasting rather than playing. So, okay, sounds like he's retired. Yep, sounds like he's retired. So, uh, man, I thought someone told me he was still playing. I, it was probably me because I thought he was still playing. <laughs> um, he's they're fucking good. Um, if he can stay healthy, they're gonna be good. Are yeah. they better than the other teams in like the conference? We'll see. Like it's early in the season, maybe mm. people figure out their shit. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is that great of a coach. So. I think it's bound to... No, his offense is give it to Kyler Murray and let him fucking run around until yeah. someone gets open. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, are you pretty happy that Russell Wilson got hurt? Yes. <laughs> next next question. <laughs> Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? Who are you scared of? Neither. Neither. So you're pretty... So now, basically, for you, it's... Because at the beginning of the season, we thought all four teams were going to be pretty good. Right At this point, basically, it looks like it's just a race between the Cardinals and the Rams. Yeah. I think uh, I'm not scared of... Well, the... What's going to happen? I'm not scared of the 49ers. They're, they're going to beat us with Trey Lance completing yeah. like two passes because that's how the 49ers beat us. But uh, I'm not scared of the 49ers. I'm not scared of the Russell Wilson less Seahawks. Yeah. Enough scared Geno. No, I'm not scared of Geno. Even though he did fucking drive on the Rams defense in yeah. that game. But I'm not scared of the Seahawks that way. Um, so, yeah, really at this point, I think it's a two-team race. So are you, are you pretty uh, confident about the Rams right now? Everything looking good? Everything firing all cylinders? <laughs> no, no. I'm... <laughs> I, I'm confident in them, but not everything's firing on all cylinders. Uh, yeah. There's a, uh, I'll like look at these games and like Stafford will have like 300 yards somehow, and I'll be like, how? <laughs> um, and they'll have 30. It's one of those things where they 
end up well, but during it, I'm like, ooh, this isn't how I thought it would go. Yeah. It's not like watching the fucking Patrick Mahomes Chiefs by any means. Mm-hmm. They're doing good. Uh, the defense has regressed a little bit, but they still have Aaron Donald and Jal- Jalen Ramsey. So, yeah. uh, And people seem to forget that last year, like before they were the number one defense, that's kind of how they played at the beginning of the year. So they could gel and be fine. But uh, <clears throat> the defense hasn't been as good, so we'll see. Um, I think they're still in like the top two or three teams in the NFL. Okay. So they're good. Well, any other NFL thoughts we missed? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, any other? No, I don't have. Do you? <laughs> I, you kind of just asked me questions. Do you have any comments on no, that? No, I don't. I I said everything I needed to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I guess I feel vindicated. That the Patriots aren't very good. That was one thing <laughs> that like I heard a lot because we listened to the same like people yeah. from their Boston area, and they were all like, "Oh, they're gonna be good. They're not good." Yeah. And I felt very good about that because I hate that fucking team. <laughs> Man. Tampa Bay, though, baby. Tom Brady, timeless. He's good. Uh, I, oh, and one last thing I will say. This is kind of related to Tom Brady, more related to Subway. Um, those Subway commercials, whoever is doing the marketing stuff, I just want to give big kudos to them. They're awesome, but they're on way too much. They're on way too much, but they're, there's a bunch. Of, they're all different, though. That's yeah. what I like. There's a bunch of different ones. The whole Charles Barkley as the main announcer, but then just cuts people off. Yep. And like he says, I don't know. Really funny, I think. Great job. Obviously, coming back from... Well, uh, old Jared, um, but uh, yeah. and all the other stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's really good in terms of the the. I, I think it's top tier marketing. I agree. I think it's really good. Um, Better than those fucking high V commercials. High V commercials are real bad. Where Travis Kelsey doesn't speak. Travis Kelsey shows up. One other, and then like Kirk Patrick, Cousin. Patrick. Yeah, the Kirk Cousin ones threw me off because like that was. Because originally it was just the Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And he'd be like, talk to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But he doesn't ever talk. Travis Kelsey never talks. He never talks. And then Kirk Cousins shows up. But he's wearing purple, obviously. And everyone else is wearing red. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah, those make no sense. But it was like, they did the Travis Kelsey commercial. And then, like, they had it, they did either had it edited the Kirk Cousins version. And they're just like, shit, we got to throw Kirk in here yeah. or something. It's just weird. I wonder if it's, like, if we go up to Minnesota, if it's mostly Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's probably true. But it's also, like, labeled. They labeled, I think, Kurt or whatever, or whatever. But then they had Drew Barrymore in one of the commercials, but didn't label Drew Barrymore. I have not seen that. That is the same type of, it's the same commercial, but instead of Travis Kelsey, it's Drew Barrymore. And then there's one with Julianne Huff and some other lady. I don't know who the lady is. Huh. I, I have not it's seen these. It's weird. Hy-Vee is fucking weird. So, I don't like those commercials. The other ones I don't like is the... Uh... The Liberty Biberty. No, it's like the AT&T commercial or something like that where, like, the Serena Williams and Wonder Woman shit, like, where they can, uh, are, like, the Serena Williams and horror movies. Yeah. They're on way too much, and I fucking hate them. <laughs> also, Serena Williams, like, hair goes blonde for some reason when she turns into Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman doesn't have blonde hair. <laughs> Makes no sense. Sorry. All right. Fair enough. Um, All right. Yeah, we'll end on that. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> I've, I have an old man rant real quick. Here. Okay. First world old man, old man rant. Mm-hmm. So most people around... They're, they'll watch their streaming services, and they're always complaining about, like, hey, I don't like how my streaming service goes to the next episode without, like, asking yeah, me or, like, quick. For some reason, my fucking Netflix kicks out in between every episode. <laughs> I don't understand why. But Making it's annoying. sure you're paying attention. It's annoying as fuck. I just want to go on to my next episode without having to go in, find my controller, hit... Just go to the next episode, Netflix. Do what you're yeah, supposed man, to do. Man, if you're watching a sitcom, that's rough, then. It's, Every 20 minutes, you got to be yeah. finding it. Not, not enjoyable. Netflix, if you're listening to this, Fuck fix you. it. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. All right. Uh, like, listen, subscribe, right? Yep. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. 
If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under the Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.